0: He controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the
1: most important hour of your day. Week says that says that the John Birch Society considers communism only one arm of a national of a master conspiracy in which socialist American insiders are plotting to establish world government. Now, he also says, and here's Director John McManus, that's your public relations director, saying that former Secretary of State Alexander Haig and CIA Director William Casey are two of these master conspirators who are plotting to establish world government. Now, what do you uh, You know, that kind of silly, asinine statement is what makes pe- make people laugh at the John Birch Society. Well... Tom, I'm sure, being a longstanding member of the Rockefeller apparatus uh, and as a member of the Council on Foreign Relations of Longstanding, you're fully aware that you, there is an elitist core in this country that has seen value in subsidizing communism or protecting communism. It has? Sure. You're uh, accusing me of subsidizing communism? No, no, I'm saying... Because that of happen to belong no, to no, a... No, there, to there is an, an elite, elite core. Study no, group? There, no, wait a minute. There is an elite core in this country that has dominated American society. Well, I'm not one of well, them. The the trilateral States. commission? The trilateral the commission, Council, trilateral. Council on Foreign Relations. They have. Well, let's face it, they have dominated the State Department for 40 years mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. pretty much openly. so. but right, well, what are they trying to do, Well, their now? objective is to try to bring about a gradual transition in our society, a dissolving of sovereignty, and a moving steadily to the left on the political spectrum. Well, who this are today? they? the elitist groups that I mentioned, particularly key individuals and policy makers and the Council the on Foreign Relations. Is the International Monetary Fund part of this? Well, I would say the International Monetary Fund has certainly been set up for the purpose of facilitating that transfer of sovereignty and transfer of wealth on the road. Well, Mr. Let me finish the point, right. because otherwise we're we'll going to have a lot of un- unanswered questions, that you are looking at a group that has worked to bring about a dissolution of national sovereignty on the road to world government. And certainly, uh, you're familiar with the local professor, Carol Quigley, who has been part of your club, in which he admitted all this. And he said in his book, Tragedy and Hope, the only thing I disagree is that we've worked to keep it a secret.
2: All right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince via. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that video right there was Larry McDonald, congressman from Georgia, just a few months before his plane crashed and he died. He was, oh. he was uh, one of the, uh, the top guys at the John Birch Society, became a congressman, and uh, he died very, very shortly after this. After he blew the whistle on what was happening. Because he was a threat, a danger to society. And you got to wonder about threats and dangers to society. Not necessarily the ones that can inform and educate and bring knowledge to society, but instead the ones that can turn off the social conditioning, the social engineering, the ones that can see through the bullshit, the propaganda, the misinformation, the disinformation. That's what Larry McDonald was. And those are the people that they target and they take out and they kill. And Mm -hmm. today we are... uh, coming towards the end of 2022 and what I would also call the end of ignorance because we as a people, as Americans, as humanity, we have to be incredibly real with ourselves. We have to be incredibly truthful with ourselves of what is really coming. I put a lot of thought kind of into this and the beginning of this show, it, it comes out and says this is a hopium-free broadcast. The no, no-bullshit-bearer of doom and gloom. Now, I don't like to be right. I don't like to bring doom and gloom. I don't like, I don't want to be that person. But at some point, we have to sift through our own ignorance and look at the reality, the truth of, of what has accumulated In the time since Donald Trump has left office, what has happened in the midst of of our fight and battle for truth over the information domain? We have to be very, very realistic about the future of this country and where it's headed, of how these things happen. And Gritz just nailed it. Sometimes the truth hurts. And the truth goes through three stages, according to Lord Acton. And this is that first it's ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed, and third, is accepted as self-evident, and we are right now in between that one and two stage, and if that's the truth, in the process, this means that we are coming to the point where truth is violently opposed, and what does that violently opposed actually mean? What does what does 2023 actually hold for us? We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of things. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some ideas out there and. Just understand that what I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about, what me and Vince are going to talk about during the show tonight, um, is kind of my thoughts on everything that we've witnessed over the past year and so. Now, have we won some battles? Yeah, we, we have. We, we won some battles. There, there's things happening. We, we, we have a reason to be happy because, you know what, in a very, very short time, we've accomplished a lot. When I say we, I mean humanity. I mean the people, the patriots, the the, the truth movement. We've accomplished a lot. We've taken back a lot of ground. We have these people and they have their backs against the wall. But I will tell you that this war is far from over and that they have such immense power above us right now. And what do I mean by that? They control raw materials. They control production, supply chain, infrastructure, governments, militaries. Money. Money. They control biowarfare labs. Okay. So COVID, the genetically altered COVID that was developed in a US and then Chinese lab and various other bio labs, um, that was a soft kill. Understand that. That was a very, very soft kill. That was a, a preemptive mechanism to get people to acquiesce to power and authority, to take a shot into their arm for some reason. we really don't know that reason. We want to think that it's population control, but we really don't know that reason or what the purpose of what that was for. It obviously was not for enhancing a person's immune system against COVID. We can guarantee you that. But whatever it truly is for, whether it was immunosuppression, whether it was you know, down-regulating the VMAT2 gene, moving us further away from the Father God, whether it was flavor enhancements for an alien agenda. I don't know, but I'm not gonna let fear overwhelm me. I'm not gonna let the undefined future control my reaction to the world. Instead, what we're going to do is we are going to be creators in our own right. We are gonna take action. We are gonna push forward in 2023 and we are gonna make a difference and a change in this world. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do with the show. That's what we're gonna do with all our podcasts and what we do. And that's what we're gonna do on the level of organization. And if you listen to the Dark Delight show this morning, I was talking about it. And I was really passionate about what we have to do. We, We have to have those meetings. In our community, We have mm-hmm. to get three or four people together and say, hey, meet me at the local pub. Look, Meet me at the tab or meet me at the bar. Let's have a drink. And you get together at a table and you say, this is what I see happening. What do you see happening? And they explain what they see happening. And some people are gonna be like, dude, I'm triple jabbed and I don't believe in that shit. And you say, okay, don't, then don't come back. But everybody else, you say, you know what? Next time, bring a person with you. Bring one person with you. And then that time you tell everybody again, bring one person with you. And eventually you get hundreds and hundreds of people in that community with you. Supporting you, and then if what we believe is going to happen actually happens, your community's safe, your town is protected. You won't have to worry about bullshit shenanigans. You won't have to worry about tyranny and oppression. If you're in inner cities, this works the same way. You have yeah. one Arab store owner in Buffalo, New York, with an AR fifteen, AK forty seven, sorry, AK forty seven semi automatic standing out in front of his storefront, when thousands of people are raiding and pillaging stores and restaurants all over the city, and his were not touched. One man, one gun. Just imagine that for a minute, okay? That's the power. The power of the people exceeds any authority that they want to place above us. I'm sometimes reminded of this uh, this image from from Nazi Germany of the, the thousands and thousands of Jews that are lined up Mm. in single-file line and the one Nazi soldier that stands in front of them. And all it would have took, Vince, is one person to yell, one person to scream, one person to stand up. And see, there's a lot happening right now. And tonight we're going to talk about it because you know what? Larry McDonald gave his life to get that information, (laughs) that truth out there. And I don't think he was realized that he was going to be met with the force that he was met with. Um, Hmm. Andrew Tate, everybody's talking about Andrew Tate today, right? Was was arrested today. What, What are your thoughts on that? Vince?
0: Well, all I know is he was arrested, um, with allegations against him regarding his businesses. Um, there's a lot of rumors going around there. I think, uh, I don't think there's a lot to it, I'll be honest, but there could be a conspiracy there maybe about the truth, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I really think it's quite a nothing burger in my opinion, and that's just me. I I looked at it today, and at this point, I'm just waiting till tomorrow because he's going to be held for 24 hours according to law mm-hmm. where he was arrested, and they will either hold him longer based on the evidence or they will release him. So we'll
2: see. So I was just watching this Twitter thread earlier. Um, that in October, this one Twitter account came forth and uh, Mm -hmm. basically predicted that he was going to be arrested, that they had good, uh, good authority, that he was going to be arrested between this time and that it wasn't about the actual accusation. It wasn't about whether he was innocent or guilty is that they want to shut this guy up and he was arrested in Romania and apparently he's being apprehended on sex trafficking allegations. Mm hmm right probably completely unconfounded uh, yeah
0: remember um a few weeks ago he was raided or uh he had a run in with police or something along mm-hmm. these lines because of a girl that was at one of his parties uh her boyfriend was upset that she was there and they claimed that they were being held against their will right aka kidnapped which ended up not being anything that's why when i saw this today i was like holy crap am i having deja vu what's going on but apparently this investigation has been going on since i believe april so yeah but i did hear about this guy predicting it and he hasn't come forward since that i know of as of today but it's interesting
2: yeah well i i bet you that he will fight this. Charges will be dropped, and this is just a public stunt to discredit him. Um, if it is true, listen. Back in the Ron Paul days, there was this dude. He was a Marine Corps veteran, okay, and mm-hmm. he used to show up on YouTube videos wearing a uh, like a Punisher mask in yes. his Marine Corps um, dress blues, okay, what was with he, like what a, was he about? with an American flag with like a skull and bone mm-hmm. background, right? And yeah. he was calling for a revolution, an armed revolution, over and over and over and over. Again, wow! Right? And this was the day day and age where YouTube couldn't really censor you because the First Amendment was still in place. Um, he disappeared really fast, and what happened is that he was arrested for uh, apparently, apparently um, having child porn on his computer. Mm. And overnight, he was gone. Wow. And see, that's one of the methodologies of these intelligence agencies and what they do is they'll just go in there, download it. Feds will show up the next day. There it is. And you're you're done. That's it. So, yeah, this, this could be a hit operation against Andrew Tate. I don't know. Potentially. But let's go into this. And, oh, by the way, I want to put this out there, do a little news, is uh, JTAC, appreciate the gift. Man, I thought they were tins of tobacco when I first got them. I'm like, dude, I don't chew tobacco, but they're actually uh, like coffee. I'm like, wow, these are pretty cool. So JTAC, nice. thank you so much for that birthday gift. Much appreciated there, my friend. Um, and then a few more announcements. So, um, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. Battle of the Streams is between Rumble D Live and Pilled. If you guys do help to donate, it's so much appreciated, especially at the end of the year with everything going on. Um, you guys are helping to support media, alternative media, the truth movement, Vince and I, the Red Pill Project, and everything we do. You're helping us grow and get this message out there. So, much appreciated for all the donations that come in on those channels. There's also many other ways to help us out here at the Red Pill Project completely user funded here um obviously our affiliates you can find a list of them on the bottom of the page of the redpills.tv homepage, which we are also in the process of renovating been renovating that for about six months now but i got some good ideas i think we're going to run with them um and then obviously there's other ways to do that as well redpills.tv slash go that's our give send go campaign to everybody who's donated over there thank you so much it's much appreciated um, and I don't usually do these segments. I don't run the advertisements. I typically forget about that stuff, so I apologize. Um, but if, you know, we got to do it every once in a while uh, to keep the lights on because you guys do are the ones that help keep the lights on. And I'm glad that I can be here to inform you of what's happening in the world because we have a very, very high accuracy rate of what is happening and unfolding in the world. And I hope that our accuracy rate of what we're going to tell you tonight goes down. <laughs> Because I don't want to be right on everything that we're about to talk about. Um, but if we are right, then this will be the most prepared audience in the movement. And I guarantee you, you will be. And whether you have the resources or what to do this or not, it it doesn't matter. It's that you got to find community. You got to find ways to survive. You got to find ways to fight. And this is what we're doing here is we're preparing for that. Go ahead, Vince.
0: When it comes to not having a lot, being extremely poor, and being prepared, it's interesting. I think uh, you're spot on. And I want to just add that having that community structure is more valuable than anything you're going to buy with money. Because when you need your house repaired, when you need a big project done when you need to move something a long distance or you have just a monumental task, that is where the community comes together and helps each other out. Um, And so like one of the biggest gifts that you have is yourself and your time Mm -hmm. and your knowledge. And with what we have at our fingertips today, the internet, uh, it doesn't cost a lot to make a huge impact on being prepared.
2: Right. And, when I say something's coming, I really do mean something's coming. And these people will fight back. Remember, they'll scorch the earth before they ever get back power. And let's I think right you're here. right about that. I know. So 15 facts which prove the massive economic meltdown is already happening right now. Um, existing home sales have fallen for the 10th consecutive months. Existing home sales are down 35.4% over the last 12 months. That is the largest year over year decline in existing home sales since the collapse of the Lehman brothers. Home builder sentiment has now dropped for 12 consecutive months. Home construction costs have risen more than about 30% since the beginning of 2022. The number of single family housing unit permits has fallen for nine months in a row. The Empire State Manufacturing Index has plunged to a reading of negative 11.2 in December. That figure was way, way below expectations. In November, we witnessed the largest decline in retail sales we've seen all year long. And that's right before Christmas, by the way. Um, Even the biggest names on Wall Street are starting to let workers go. In fact, it is being reported that Goldman Sachs will soon lay off about 4,000 employees. The Federal Reserve is admitting that the numbers of actual jobs in the United States has been overstated by a million. U.S. job cuts were 417% higher in November than they were during the same month a year ago. A recent Wall Street Journal survey found that approximately two-thirds of all Americans expect the economy to get even worse over the next year. A new release Bloomberg survey has discovered that 70% of American economists believe that the recession is coming in 2023. Inflation continues to spiral spiral wildly out of control. At this point, a head of lettuce now costs $11 at one grocery store in California. Overall, vegetable prices in the United States are 80% higher than they were at the same time this year. Thanks to the rapidly rising cost of living, 63% of the U.S. population is now living paycheck to paycheck. $11
0: $11 lettuce,
2: dude. I know. I'm going to go to this next one real quick. The end. The era of cheap oil has come to an end. The recent crude price slump may not be indicative for what is to come in the oil markets, according to several investment bank analysts. OPEC has not consistently produced more than 30 million be, uh, barrels uh, per dollar since 2015 to 2018. Structural underinvestment in new oil supply may lead to structurally higher prices. And then you add in to the variable Russia... And what they just did to the G7 nations who put a price cap on Russian oil and said that they will not sell to them. And then one of those G7 nations, Japan, came out and said, okay, well, guess what? We don't care about the price cap. We're going to buy Russian oil.
0: (laughs) Imagine that.
2: Yep. Now, I want want everybody to take this into account, okay? We push gold and silver here. I push gold and silver here. I can tell you right now in the patriot community, because I'm an integral part in it, and, and this is massive, that there is a parallel economy being set up. I, I am, I'm not joking about this shit. Like, a parallel economy is being set up. It's, can't give too much information out of I it. Mean. But let's just say that gold and silver, when this shit does happen, gold and silver are gonna be prime. And we're not the only ones that believe this. Russia believes this as well. Russia's largest bank just issued gold-backed digital financial assets. When we're talking about cryptocurrency, decentralized cryptocurrency, this is what I've been talking about all along. Russia's uh, largest bank, Sabre, firmly known as Sabre Bank, reported the first issue of gold-backed digital financial assets. The bank considers DFAs to be a great alternative to investments and de-dollarization. Notice de-dollarization, okay? So what are digital financial assets? Think about an NFT, a non-functionable mm-hmm. token. So non fungible tokens is, let's say that there's 100 non fungible tokens created within a smart contract. Each one has okay. its own relative price point depending upon demand. The supply is limited, okay? Unlike a Bitcoin where all Bitcoins are all gonna have the same price all at the same time, okay? okay. So this NFT is, can be programmable. It means that um, when I sell it, certain things can happen. I can get a perpetuity for every time it's sold after I sell it. This is kind of the beauty of these things. Imagine going out there and buying gold and silver. And let's say that your local bank is storing it in its vault. And you go out there and they issue you a physical certificate and they issue you an NFT, a digital certificate. Now I can take that digital certificate, which is redeemable in gold. I can go on to an exchange, like a decentralized exchange, and I can trade it. I can utilize it as collateral to take real loans of money out think about that for a minute. Think about what that does to the market. And now we have a a currency model that is based upon intrinsic real world assets. So that's just kind of what I'm just going to put out there for that right now. But when I say gold and silver, um, if if you're on the shelf about, you know, opening an IRA, transferring an IRA, if you're still in 401ks, um, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't give you financial advice, but if you are in a 401k right now and that's your retirement, I, I would call Dr. Kirk Elliott. If you're in an IRA right now, if you have an IRA that you pay $2,500 into every year, I would call Dr. Kirk Elliott. And i just talked to his team. Okay, or or whoever your gold and silver guy is. I don't care. But if you want to do Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com, 720-605-605. 3900 it's in the chats check that out it's we're transitioning right now the brics nations are rising up with gold based currencies the fiat dollar is going to move towards cbdc central bank digital currencies which is nothing more than c- centralized digital fiat currencies and the brics nations are going to try to crush that at every every avenue that they get
0: yeah i do want to add something on the gold and silver front yeah it's a little bit intimidating, especially if you're not well uh, well informed about gold and silver. But the cool thing about it, it's intimidating because you go look at the price of silver and it's extraordinarily expensive for the average person. You know, you're probably not going to go buy 10 ounces. And with the economy, you're probably lucky to buy one to five. Right. Most people. But a lot of people have – obviously, there's rich people out there. But let's just put it this way, and this is my my point. Look into it. Look at silver – And if you talk to Kirk Elliott and his team, they're probably going to tell you to look at silver too. Because uh, if you guys listen to Kirk talk about it, it's because of the current structure of how it's priced based on how it has been historically. Silver looks great and it's affordable. So, you know, me, I buy silver all over the place. I like to collect it. I get the, uh, what do they call it? The coins, the uh, like junk silver. Yeah, I get junk Junk silver. silver just because it's super cheap. And well it's silver. So I always seek it out.
2: I always. So someone just asked, like, would it help to buy a thousand to two thousand dollars worth, which is like um, you know, twenty eight dollars or twenty three dollars an ounce, um, you know, five ounces per hundred, so you'd be looking at like twenty ounces, thirty ounces. Yes. Reason I say that is let's say you have thirty ounces of silver, silver goes from twenty dollars to four hundred dollars.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's unrealistic, but yeah, the profits are just absolutely insane in that case. Yep. Which to a lot of people they say stuff like that's possible. Yeah. And they explain it and it makes total sense, dude. It really does.
2: So, one thing I've been talking about is the firestorm mm-hmm. event, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Um this is kind of like everything is all happening at the same time. All these different domains are being Um, all these different domains are under attack at the same time, okay? 11 massive attacks on the power grid since November, and 60-plus dead from a winter storm could be a wake-up call to prepare before it's too late, okay? Now, I was saying last night that I was – last night was my birthday, and I woke up in the morning and I had this thought that uh, the restaurant that we were going to go to was going to be closed, and it was mm-hmm. like, it's like you, I get like these psychic visions sometimes. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you, like you just know they're true, but you, you ignore them. You want to suppress them. You don't want to accept them. Right. And something was like, dude, the, the restaurant's going to be closed tonight. Pick somewhere else to go. And I'm like, eh, I'll be all right. And then around noontime, it came back to me and the restaurant's going to be closed. Pick somewhere else to go. We're driving to the restaurant and our friend got there first. And they, I see the phone call. And right when the, I saw her name come up, I said, the restaurant's closed. And everybody looked at me like, what? Answered the phone. And she goes, oh, the power is out on this whole side of town. And they close the restaurant.
0: That's, that's what a trip.
2: And they're like, she's like, how did you know that? I said, I knew it all day. I just, I guess now it just makes more sense. But here's a question. Nobody knows why the power went out. Power went out <laughs> for a whole town in Minnesota. Okay. We have towns all over the country that are losing power during winter storms, towns that typically don't have any problems during winter storms. We have sabotage coming, people shooting power generation systems. That's true. What have I been saying all of 2022?
0: Firestorm event.
2: Attacks on infrastructure. And they're going to get more and more common.
0: Yeah. And have you heard in order to take down... The entire energy grid in the U.S., you only have to target, like, less than a dozen yeah. locations. Well, Do you remember in, in
2: 2016 when that happened on the East Coast and, like, one generator failed and...
0: The whole coast yeah, went Yeah,
2: like, millions of people were in the dark within New England. Yeah. And the part that they had to get was coming from China. Yeah, so Light Time, uh, so th- this was a question mm. that I actually asked afterwards, is did the power go out and was the restaurant closed because I predicted it or because I actually thought about it? That's that's the scary part. Mm. <laughs> um trippy. RFK has been very verbal about what's been happening, and this is uh, really important to listen to. So I I wanna play this because there's so much going on here
3: and we're gonna get into some discussions here. Let's play this. You think about this. I got expelled from Instagram because of vaccine misinformation, but Instagram and Facebook cannot point to one single erroneous statement that I ever made. Everything we post is vetted, it is sourced and cited to government databases or peer-reviewed publications. When they use the term vaccine misinformation, they are using it as a euphemism for any statement that departs from official government policies and pharmaceutical industry profit-taking. It has nothing to do whether it's true or false, It only has to do with what the political implications are. And who is doing this censorship? It's government officials in league with Bill Gates, with Larry Ellison, with Mark Zuckerberg, with Sergey Brin from Google, and with all of these internet titans. They have engineered not only the destruction of our democracy and our civil rights, but they have engineered the biggest shift of wealth in human history. $3.8 trillion from working people to these handful of billionaires, many of them from Silicon Valley. This pandemic has impoverished the world and created 500 new billionaires. And those are the people who are strip mining our economies and making themselves rich. And is it a coincidence that these are the same people who are censoring criticism of the government policies that are bringing them trillions of dollars? People aren't stupid. We can see what's happening. We can ask the question, qui bono? And the answer is the people who are benefiting are the people who are squeezing away our constitutional rights and engineering the destruction of democracy worldwide. Well
2: said, Robert. And you know what? He's right. That that is not even the hidden hand behind what's happening. That is simply this this public echelon of Of things that we can look at and see and reference that are legitimate, that are in the news cycle. This isn't fake. This is very, very real. And and the censorship, obviously, is very, very real. And you got to ask yourself at the end of the day, why? Why are they coming at us so hard? Why are they censoring us? Why are they having this push to stop us? We win these little battles. Elon Musk, I think, is a win in the battle. I don't trust the guy. But I believe that that's a win. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic with
2: that one. Yep. Now, I'm going to play another video for you here in a second, but I want to give you a little background of this guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Who's this? Um, Dr. Francis Boyle is a human rights lawyer and professor oh. of international law at the University of Illinois Co- College of Law. Um, he has mm-hmm. served as a counsel for Bosnia and Herzegovina and has supported the rights of Palestinians and indigenous people. Um when it pertains to domestic U.S. policy, in October 1992, Boyle participated in the International Tribunal of Indigenous People and Oppressed Nationalities for the United States of America that convened in San Francisco. He was a special prosecutor. Um, he 1993, he gave a speech called The Hawaii Independence from the United States. Um, U.S. foreign policy since nine eleven uh, is he was actually the author Of the United States biowarfare bill that was passed in 2004. Mm -hmm. This guy, when it comes to kind of what's happening in the world, this guy, a guy knows a little bit of what's going on. And this is the guy, okay, who helped write the U.S. Biological Weapons Act for the United States government, okay? Listen to what this man has to say. He's with Alex Jones here, but listen to what he has to say. Oh, I got to started here
4: this is what the who uh uh treaty uh and the wha regulations are all about there will be no end to this the the next pandemic is coming out of their biological warfare weapons programs and labs and they know it and so they are planning for the next big one uh, to keep us all under control and under the domination of the WHO, uh, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, the biowarfare industry, and the uh, Chinese Communist government, which, by the way, if you read today's newspapers, you will see the Chinese Communist government is now going to let out everyone from China uh, with their current COVID-19 variant, which I believe is like Omicron. B7 that that is not prevalent here to travel all over the world and seed the world with this newest variant of uh, uh, Omicron. Uh, I guess their calculation is well, we're suffering from it. So, uh, Misery Lutz Company, let's uh, share it around. Well, I totally the world. agree. And We know they had thousands of variants just of this weaponized COVID. How do we know they or the deep state hasn't released a new variant? It's even more deadly. We know major universities like Boston Medical University created one that kills 80% of humanized mice.
2: We said this a while back. When we saw October 23rd, 2022, something known as catastrophic contagion, where they Mm. had billions of people um, suffering from a new pandemic globally, Um, over 100 million deaths, 85 of which were children. We knew that this was coming. That was the same replication as Event 201. Event 201 occurred on the same day as the start of the the world military games in China, where this event, Catastrophic Contagion, started on the same day as the FIFA World Cup. Okay? Hmm. This is how they operate. They tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And now they are coming in with a kill shot. The economy is one global event away from cataclysmic collapse. Yeah, a pandemic could easily perturb that. We had yesterday, two days ago, um, Med- Medvedev coming out, former president, the chief secu- guy, of the chief security council, second in charge in Russia to Putin, coming out with his predictions. Those weren't predictions that was telling you their playbook. He was telling you what they're going to do. Plans. Yes. He's telling you exactly what's happening right now in the world. What 2023 is going to look like. So if we take into account what we know right now, okay, new global pandemic, catastrophic contagion, China just opened their borders to travel. So give you a, a, a little... Wink of this. I want to pull these up. Got the China news. Stop that. Uh, We're going to go there. There it is. Um, China's reopening uh, presents rest of the world with dilemma put out to welcome Matt, the tightening border controls. Countries such as the U.S. and Japan and Italy are testing new arrivals while countries are actively courting Chinese tourists. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Italy, 50% of all passengers on two flights coming from Milan from China had COVID. Well, that's interesting. How about this one? China, COVID deaths accelerate to 9,000 a day, according to the UK research firm Airfinity. Whatever's killing those people in China is different than COVID. It could be 5G. It could be focused towards vaccinated people. It could be a lot of things, but now they are trying to spread it across the world and they are doing that. 50% of all passengers leaving China are infected with whatever the fuck this is. They are trying to create a new pandemic. Understand that. Now, I just talked about what Catastrophic Contagion was talking about, right? And we asked mm-hmm. what, what the vaccine might have been for. Well, how about this? Yeah. We're going to go to... Uh, um Tedros. and uh this is the uh the head of the world health organization listen to what he has to say here oh, i gotta go back down hold on i gotta go here i gotta go like of, that uh, there
0: we I'll, go I'll, uh, i didn't think he'd be going it's this emerging
1: long. now of its benefits especially with elderly uh, groups uh, senior citizens especially above 65 and above 60 so if it's going to be used it's better to focus on those groups who have risk of severe disease and death, rather than, as we see, some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right. Then the equity issue boosters we'll say that to again. kill, children, as we see, some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, rather than, as we see, some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right.
2: They are giving boosters to kill children. Now, that was a year ago he said that. Then we have catastrophic contagion, which talks about 85% death rate to children. What children do we think are going to die from this new pandemic? The vaccinated, vaccinated. The
0: booster.
2: 100%. And if that doesn't strike you in your core, if that doesn't hit you at home... Warning from Ed Dowden 7,500 Americans are killed or disabled each day as vax jabs take heavy toll, U.S. imploding under de civilization assault. It's a ton of people. Yeah. The short version of the conversation is that each day in America, there are about 2,500 excess deaths and 5,000 excess disability victims due to COVID-19 vaccine. This means on average about 7,500 Americans are removed from the potential labor pool each day. Granted, not all 7,500 are currently working, but most of them theoretically could contribute to the workforce if they close to choose. So this also goes back to what we talked about yesterday with Joe Biden making that tweet about 11.5 had joined up at healthcare.gov. And this is amazing. Like, everybody's going out there. Why? Because they have no jobs. Because they're lying on the the employment numbers. These people have no jobs and no healthcare, so they're forced into that system. Why do you think they had Obamacare in the first place? Because they knew what was coming. They were going to force people into the system. And people think that they need the medical care, so they acquiesce. right now let's get into a few other we're talking about this is the global firestorm event guys and you have to and i said what What i look i had predicted that china would invade invaded taiwan before the election i was wrong doesn't mean they're not going to do it they're going to do it but now that we get a more p- thorough picture of what's actually happening but i also said that if the democrats steal the election then china will wait because they're not afraid but China sails warship near Guam in warning to US over Taiwan. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Chinese jet came in within 20 feet of US military aircraft, US military officials say. And there's the actual video of this. Look at this. I want everybody to notice for one, just one second here. Notice the curvature of the horizon. Just, just an FYI. <laughs> so this happened over the, the North China Sea. China is preparing for war. They've been preparing for war for a very long time. It is getting to be to that point. It's getting closer and closer. Now, putting all this together, China preparing for war, vaccine warfare, bio warfare being perpetuated on the global population, the, um, the, Basically compromise of the United States military due to the vaccine mandates, the people being kicked out because of that, the attrition that's going on because of the proxy war in Russia and Ukraine for yep. the NATO nations, as well as the United States military, the depletion of, of resources and assets. China now sending um, infected COVID people all throughout the world. All you need is one or two with a high strain of, of illness to infect somebody in the United States. And then this pandemic starts all over again. And then you get this bitch, CNN's Leanna Wen. The unvaccinated should not be allowed to leave their homes. You have the option to not get vaccinated, but if you want, said the doctor. But then you can you can't go out into the public. Now I, I only can wonder who like goes and picks their family practice partic- practitioner and walks into her office and says, "Oh, you're a nice lady. I'm gonna let you treat my family." Communists have infiltrated people. Yeah, communism's here. Communism is here. Now, I I saw parts of this uh, John Ramirez. um, John Ramirez is a former CIA officer. Uh, I saw parts Mm -hmm. of the interview yesterday on YouTube. Um, So much that it was insignificant that I watched parts of it that I didn't even remember who who was interviewing him. But um, Mm –
0: Is this a new interview? I, I don't think I'm aware of this story.
2: Yeah, but he's basically talking about what's coming, and okay. I believe that this is perpetuated towards like the alien agenda. but oh. um, with everything we're seeing and everything oh. that I've been hearing and kind of like the, the the backdrop here, yeah this is this is fairly legitimate. Oh, and yeah. and we're gonna we can talk about a little bit of these things. So, former CIA officer John Ramirez claims that government are aware of an impeding event in 2027, which will reveal something quite significant to the people, and we are being prepared for it. Huh.
1: And I would say I've heard 2027 in a kind of an official capacity. That I can't reveal. So I think um, I, I would say that people in the government are aware of something happening and that there's limited time, uh, a few more years to prepare the people. And that's what's ramping up uh, this acceleration uh, from the previous seven decades of not even acknowledging it to now we we are acknowledging it at a faster and faster pace. And I would say, I've heard 2027- Okay, so 2027.
2: Now, what are potential things that we know are occurring around 2027? Well, we have the Apophis asteroid that is supposed to make close proximity to Earth around that time. Um, This was supposed to be an an Earth destroyer, cataclysmic Earth destroyer, um, which is kind of interesting as well because I've always talked about the cyclic nature of cataclysms uh, from Mm -hmm. the destruction of of Tiamat and Mars and all these things and how we – Tend yeah. to go through that that belt every like four thousand, five thousand years, and so now we're getting close to this Apophis asteroid. Is what if this is another remnant of this?
0: Is this the one where they had discovered it a while ago and uh, projected where it was gonna, going to be, and they thought it may hit the Earth, but now it's just psst, relatively close, but just going to do a flyby. Yeah, it's curve.
2: gonna it's gonna be incredibly close. I think it's closer to the Earth than the Moon, um, oh. and it's massive. But um, they're going to try to push it away. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about for 2027. But he also says that they're tr- the government is preparing the people for this. Now, I proposed the mm. other day that what if the vaccines, the globalists, were preparing humanity for something with the vaccine, with the vaccine, with global tyranny, with moving towards a world government? That this was Benevolent? in preparation for something. In a benevolent way? They're doing it in a malevolent way because they cannot do it in a benevolent way, right? They're doing it with force and coercion because because if they told, came out and told people what would happen, it would be absolute chaos. Everything would collapse, right? So they have to do a controlled chaos scenario. to bring. Pre- I don't know. This, I don't know, man. I
0: hope, but I don't think so.
2: Well, I, I think that they are preparing humanity for something, that they are doing something like this. But what it is, I really don't know. Now, this is Linda Moulton Howe. I, I, I know Linda. I actually just emailed her a little while ago and invited her on the show. Um, I, she did an interview with me back in like 2012 on my experiences that I had in the military. Um, this that she's talking about is from August of 2017. When this happened, I remember hearing about it. And from, I, I, So my father used to work in Asia Pacific. Um, He's connected to uh, some Nobel laureates in Japan who are uh, biochemists, biophysicists, um, Mm -hmm. and they have a few different companies out there. And I asked them about this, and they're connected to high tech, and they said, yes, this, this really did happen. So listen to this.
5: At a top robotics company in Japan this week, four robots being developed for military applications killed... 29 humans in the lab and they did it by shooting what he called metal bullets I didn't know there was any other kind the scariest part is that lab workers deactivated two of the robots took apart the third but the fourth robot began restoring itself and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how to rebuild itself even more strongly than before. And this, this next sentence, is a, this is a quote. I'm, I'm writing this down. I've been doing this for years. This is serious shit, Linda, but you're never going to hear about this
2: Okay, so that was Linda talking about this. And I've, I've asked her to come on the show because Linda's got a wealth of information, everything from crop circles to aliens. Now, what's interesting as well is that I had Carrie Cassidy on the show and Carrie's become a friend of mine. Um, and, and Carrie can be quite eccentric i mean she can talk a lot about stuff she's been doing this for well over two decades interviewing tons of people some people that claim to be whistleblowers and some people who probably actually were whistleblowers and how to decipher that truth is really up to her because she holds that knowledge um but if you remember her theory she talks about the um the Homo Borgs, okay? And that the vaccine was the first, first step of integration into a cybernetic, hive mind, artificial intelligence system. And she said that from what she's heard from people is that in and around 2027, 2028, 2029, that there is a group of alien beings that are on their way here, except they're not biological. They're artificial intelligence and that they're coming here to fuck shit up and that everything that is being happening right now is to prepare for that and fight and defend against them which is quite interesting you're muted vince
0: i said damn dude that's a pretty out there theory I don't no, think it's impossible. Theory, right? Yeah. Is, is it? I possible? don't think it's impossible. I, I, I think, think it's it is very, very possible. Um, it definitely changes things. Yeah. <laughs> Holy
2: smokes! All right. Now we're going to get into the interesting parts here. This is uh, humanrightsfirst.org. dot org. This is their annual report, and this is called "Digital Soldiers: Qanon Extremists Exploit U.S. Military and Threaten Democracy."
4: Hmm? Mm-hmm.
2: This report examines how the QAnon movement exploits the U.S. military's credibility in society to further its aim of undermining the American democracy. It shows how 25 U.S. military veterans, all of whom have been engaged in the QAnon movement since the failed insurrection of January 6, 2021, spread disinformation and built support for the movement. Analysis on their social media, along with broader review of QAnon content, reveals how Q influencers portray the U.S. military as a heroic uh, protagonist in their conspiratorial propaganda and how they exploit military veterans as legitimate such claims, uh, and even recruit, it concludes with policy recommendations that focus on protecting members of the armed services, those who have served uh, and their families and communities, the movement's targets with conspiracies. Um, we all know that the Q movement it has nothing to do with extremism or terrorism, but it could that it can be easily hijacked and radicalized. And that's the dangers that are posed when you have a mysterious figure that's trying to lead people. Um, Not lead people, but inform people. Um, At the basal level, Q is nothing more than um, a wake-up call that allowed us to retake the domain of information. What it has exasperated into over recent years, and one of the reasons I think that people like Mike Flynn and so forth have segued away from it, is there's been mass infiltration in this movement and that people are trying to um, pump it full of absolute garbage and bullshit and propaganda. And let me just tell you, if you have no substantiation of evidence on a claim. If you can, if you can find no source reference material for something other than the words that somebody's telling you, and they're saying that they have a secret military intel whistleblower or some shit like this, or they have a mentor or whatever it might be, that person is most likely nine times out of ten lying through their teeth. Okay, um, I'm not bashing Q. What I am doing is I am bringing out to the reality of the people out there that there's massive psychological warfare going on right now. And some podcasts that you're going to listen to, some influencers you're going to listen to, probably don't even know they're doing it, but they are. And I just say, check their track record. Take notes. Know who you're listening to. Know who you're listening to and what they say, and how that actually pans out in the sense of truth. All right. Yes. And just be careful. Have that filter up. Even yeah. with me, I, I'm not a psyop. Of I'm not any of this shit. But please, critique me.
0: Do it. This you Andrew, first. this Andrew Tate story is the perfect perfect example. Listen to a few people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Take what they say and fact check it. Write it down and get to the bottom of it. Because there's a lot of uh, nonsense out there that's unverified, and people are just going back and forth. Articles are being written about it. Yep. Mainstream stuff.
2: I, I thought it happened last year when he got arrested.
0: No. Hmm.
2: Oh yeah, he got arrested last year for something very similar. I thought that's what that was. Oh really?
0: A few a month ago or so he did. Uh, mm. It came up, but I don't remember last year.
2: So. Looking into what we have coming. Cash Patel came out the other day on Nino's broadcast and said that 2023 is going to be incredibly difficult. It's going to be hard. It's going to be one of the hardest years we've faced as Americans. Um, Russia chief security officer, second in charge to Putin, former president, came out and said the United States is going to face a civil war in 2023. Texas and California are going to secede from the union. And there's going to be a civil war. 70% of top economists are saying that we are headed into a recession. We're already in a recession. So that means we're heading into a depression, um, global economic collapse. The same former president also said that the dollar is going to collapse, the euro is going to collapse. And this is in line with the Great Reset and how that all operates. If you watch the show The Peripheral and you get into what they call the jackpot event, this is exactly how the jackpot event occurred. We have been warned. And I say that 2022 is the end of ignorance. That we're no longer going to sit here and, and hope and pray that someone's going to come save us. Because they're not. That we have to save ourselves. That we have to work together. We have to unite. We have to communicate. We have to grow within our communities. And we have to start preparing ourselves for the worst. And like I said yesterday, if God came down from the heavens tomorrow... And he saw the tyranny and oppression that was being perpetuated on these people. And he saw us doing nothing about it. Why would he save us? We fell <laughs> for the devil's schemes and tricks. We took the bite from the apple and laid ignorant to the, the poison. We, we have to understand that things are systematically going to get worse from this point, that it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And I'm not trying to ruin anybody's year. I'm not trying to dissuade you from your plans. Continue with your plans, continue with your life, act as if your life is going to continue the way it is. But be prepared, be prepared financially. Be prepared in the sense of food. I wrote down a few notes, food and water. And water. If you have the money and you want to go out there, My Patriot Supply, 25 year shelf life food, do it. Get the, get the one year food supply that's going to feed you and your family. All right. My Patriot Supply. If you want to help and support us, you can go there, slash patriot. Okay. That's one way. They have water purification, lots of water purification systems. But have a way to feed yourself, your family, have a way to purify water. Chlorine dioxide tablets, $7 at Walmart. Literally, take the whole shelf, put it in your cart, spend 100 bucks and get them. Why? Because not only is it going to purify your water, it's going to purify your body. Because that's the same chlorine dioxide that you hear about that you spray in your mouth and all that stuff. Right. Okay? Heat and electricity. People are learning right now that the electric grid is under massive attack. And that heat is critically important. Okay? Wood stoves. Have a flue for your wood stove to at least run out a window. Okay? Um, have wood. It's cheap. You can go to a dude that has piles of it in his, in his yard and buy a good amount for 50 to 100 bucks. Probably keep you warm all winter long. Okay? Um, electric space heaters. Like, well, what if I don't have electricity? Generators, solar generators, gas generators, kerosene generators, whatever you need to do. Start researching. We're going to do a show on this. I actually got all this stuff pulled up right here. I'll pull everybody up. Awesome. Right here. I have this guy right here. This is energy invention suppression cases. And this goes through hundreds of energy invention suppression cases.
4: Ooh. And I'm going
2: through that right now, and we're going to do a show on that. Okay? So once we start getting that information, we'll start putting that stuff out as well. But heat and electricity, and at the very least, have a 200-watt a solar panel that hooks up to a battery backup, that hooks up to a, a one-kilowatt battery generator that you can plug in a small refrigerator, a light, and a space heater into. Okay? Uh, medicine and health. This is paramount. Um, I think with everything that's happened with COVID, everybody is very, very well prepared in the sense of what vitamins, minerals, what medicines that they need, right? And we'll get Dr. Mark Sherwood and we'll get some other people, Judy Mikovits and stuff like that on to talk to us. Dr. Uh, Haid Seder to cool. talk to us about this. Um, Gardens and growing. We have some great resources on the socialredpill.com about this, of how to do indoor gardens, how to do outdoor gardens, how to grow your own food. Vince was just mentioning before the show of, uh, of, of a root cellar. Perfect idea. You know, dig a hole in your basement, right? Bury a refrigerator in there below the frost line. It'll keep food cold without electricity. This is what people used to do back in the olden days pack meat and salt and it won't rot like
0: greenhouses to keep uh, to extend your chance to germinate plants and things and keep things alive when it's frosty outside winters are getting rough
2: right and we got tons tons of resources on the social red pill of people who are doing this right now now someone mentioned insulin what if you're a type 2 diabetic type 2 diabetes can be cured you don't believe me? Do research on it. We could probably even do a show on that. I, countless, countless stories. Go into ketosis. Go out there and and do some fasting. And people get of off of insulin. Okay. Yeah. type one with I, doctor. Yeah,
0: doctor guidance and stuff. You could.
2: Yeah. Yep, but for sure. And so, if you guys got good references of that, please share it on the social red pill. This is what it's for. Let's start sharing this information. Now, only that. Not only that is I want to have people start looking into community organization. Um, working with American Prosper, they're really busy. I gotta get a hold of them and we gotta get on the phone. They're gonna give us a process on how to do this in the sense of community organization to raise money within the community, to wa- raise awareness in the community and get people together. Because let's say, let's say that a new pandemic comes in the next three months. They begin lockdowns and restrictions again, mask mandates. That comes down through your town board. And if you go in there with thousands of people and say, no, not happening, and the sheriff stands with you and the police officers stand with you, and you guys turn your borders in your town and say, nobody's coming in or out, we're going to protect this town. That's what needs to start happening. Because if there's a civil war that really breaks out, that's what needs to happen. Community organization at that level. And that starts with communication, that starts with talking, that starts with informing people. Now, I thought about doing the tavern tour. I was going to do it, and then Chris Eriks and me started doing the Reckoning Fest. Whether it happened with that. Um, and that's kind of why I got away from it, because we were going to do the Reckoning Fest. But now I'm thinking about doing the tavern tour again, um, at least in the Midwest. So Minnesota, Wisconsin. See, the thing with Denver is I was far away from everywhere. At least in Minnesota, I'm close to a lot of places. I'm close to Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota. We could start doing these tavern tours out in this area and really making a difference. So keep that in mind. Gold and silver. We talked about gold and silver. Um, at the very least, have some. If you can buy, if you buy two ounces of silver a week, a month, okay, you have some, right? Like buy a hundred dollars a month. Okay, just start collecting it. Start accumulating it. Um, protection and defense. If you're going to have these types of things at your house, you you obviously are going to be well supplied. Have a way to defend it and protect it and protect you and your family. What I recommend to everybody is it doesn't matter what state in the United States of America that you are in. You can get this now. Okay, Some of these states, you can just go out there and buy this directly at Walmart without a background check. And that is a 12 gauge shotgun. Get a Mossberg 500 12 gauge shotgun. Go out there, the rounds are cheap as dirt. Get double odd buck, get some birdshot, okay? And just stock up. Oh, during a during an apocalypse, that's the only weapon you really need. If a zombie apocalypse happens, headshots all day long to the zombies. Right? <laughs> yeah. Stop them dead straight. Okay. Yeah waiting could happen people yep and then community organization is start planning Mm -hmm. within your community start getting with people that you know that are like-minded than you like-minded with you and say hey let's go meet for a beer on on sundays sunday afternoon let's meet for a beer or a coffee and tell them the next time to bring a friend and just keep on doing that and start building that awareness within your community if you live in a town with two thousand people it becomes really, really simple, and you'll watch how many people begin to show up. If you live in a town with 4,000 people, same thing. a hundred thousand people. same thing. I, I, I was this was one of the fascinating stories. I actually did a report about this in my junior year in high school when we were going over in history class to Constitution. It was actually social studies, but it was history class, mm-hmm. um, about how communication arose during the American Revolution.: Interesting. Because you had Lexington Concord, the shot heard around the world, but people in Virginia didn't know about that. People in South Carolina didn't know about that. But what happened is, is you had riders, people on horseback that would ride to coffee shops, taverns, tea houses, and that's where the people hung out. That's where the community square was of communication. And that's how they recruited their effort for the 3% for the American Revolution. Is within those places. They would ride in, they'd go announcing, hear me, hear me, announcement, announcement, announcement. The British have attacked the American colonists at the crossroads of Lexington and Concord. The shot heard around the world. They would tell a fabulous story and get people riled up. And now we fight for our freedom. We fight for independence from King George. Will you join the call? Nay. Then you get some drunk dude like, I'll fucking fight, right? <laughs> but that's where we're yeah. at. We're not saying we need to gather around and get ready to fight, but we got to gather around and get ready to survive. Because we have to understand after this last election, the midterm election, okay? This was, this was my turning point. We have to assume That nobody's coming to save us. That this is on us. Now, do we have hope? Can we have hope that things are happening? That there's a plan and things of action are happening? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. But at the end of the day, we have to be realist and understand that even if that happened, wouldn't it be better if we were there supporting them and organized to support them? Absolutely.
0: And plus, you got to do something, man. I like your analogy, like... A fire starts. You're not just going to sit there and wait for God to put it out. If he yeah. shows up, he's like, dude, there's a bucket of water. Why didn't you put it out earlier? And then puts it out. You're going to look real silly. Mm-hmm. You can't just stand there idly. We got to keep on pushing.
2: Agreed, man. Uh, Light time donated three ice cream grits. x. Grits X donated one ice cream. Thank you so much. Light time and grits. Nate Hendy gifted the shade, some shades to kick off the gold pills. Thank you so much. Nat Hendy. Grismo seven celebrating a 16th month subscription streak and donated three bells. Thank you so much. Grismo. Um, uh, who's this one from?
0: let's just skip that first paragraph. Go to the second.
2: Okay. um, Heather seventy two fifty dollars on rubble. Thanks for the advice last night, Josh. As always, you were spot on, and for the first time I slept like a baby. I didn't even hear my son's new Peppy with her 3 A.m. wake up call. Um You're you're welcome, Heather. I'm I'm glad and I hope that you continue to do that every night. And we had a really great discussion last night on the uh on the after chat in which I joined in last night. RPG 3573 donated one ice cream. DNA AF Vet donated three ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG and DNA Vet. Uh, Shannon 13 donated two ice cream. Guys, listen. This is the last daily dose of 2022. And I think that this is the most important one because we came a long way. We're getting close to episode 500. And um, we. I'm, I'm trying to make preparations that if we're not able to broadcast on the internet and something happens and something shut down, that we can still communicate, oh. right? I got a ham radio right over here. Um, I'm gonna try to take my test next month, get set up, and see what we can do. Okay, which means that you'd all only need a shortwave radio, which are like twenty bucks. You just tune in at a little frequency, and we can still have <laughs> the daily dose. So we're gonna try to get all this stuff set up. I'm just trying to figure out my housing situation. I'm trying to sell my. So I got a lot of things going on, but. Listen. I'm not some dude out there just misleading you and talking bullshit. I truly believe what I'm saying here. Uh this is my research. I've been looking at this my whole life and been watching this my whole life. I've been watching this unfold and I know it doesn't fall easy on some of your ears. I know that some of you are saying, "Oh, Josh is just doom and gloom and the patriots are in control and you know everything's going to be fine and the military's going to intervene." And you know what? I hope that that's the case. I truly do hope that that's the case. But if it's not, you better be fucking prepared. Because shit is about to hit the proverbial fan. And 2023 is going to be one of those years. Because my, I local- totally agree. Yeah.
0: In my head, it's either going to be bad or it's going to be extremely, 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 extremely bad.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yep, You're right. So <laughs> tonight, um, I got a few things to do, but I'm going to be jumping on the After Dark chat later on. And so After cool. Dark chat is, uh, it, it's live right after this. You can go to the events tab on the socialredpill.com. You don't have to be a pain member. You can just go on there, join. Um, you go to the events tab, you'll see Social Red Pill chat. I will put out the link before I jump on, which will give everybody a notification in their email. Um so I will uh, be doing that tomorrow night we have our year-end conversations on the fringe um, Vince you joining me you want to join? I'd love to okay so Vince will be joining me. Um, we have no guest and so it's gonna it's gonna be a party we're gonna party like it's 1999. All right all right so tomorrow yeah. night red pill project New Year's Eve special, but it's the day before New Year's Eve, but we're going to bring in the new year. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about. If you guys got some suggestions, maybe topics, we can even do a Q&A if you guys want to do that. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll invite some other guests. We'll see if uh, David Whitehead, Mick and V. Lynn, or any of those people want to join us as well. Um, and we'll have a good fr- Friday night, uh, a, a year-end. And then fr- Saturday night is New Year's Eve. Um, probably after midnight is when I'll jump on. If we do something, uh, might do a live stream after midnight. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to be basically just hanging out with myself that night. So we might just jump on a zoom and do a big zoom for social red pill and kind of usher in the new year that way. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so, uh, much love respect guys. I appreciate you more than you could ever know. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud and happy and, and honored to, to be here with all of you guys through this fight. We're all here for a special time right now, okay? We were all born into this world and alive right now for a reason and for a purpose. And I think many of us are coming into that realization of what that purpose really was. I always look at biblical action, right? What, what did Joshua do in the Bible? The general, Joshua. Joshua. He was the messenger, right? He stood outside of the walls. And they pounced on it with sound. And the walls came tumbling, tumbling down. And that's what we're doing here. Is we're spreading the good word. We're spreading the message. We're getting people informed. We're letting people know what's happening in the world. And that right now is the best that we can do, but we're gonna take more action in 2023. We're gonna do so much more in 2023 we are going to get this shit done and we're gonna save America. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care and we'll see you guys next time.